Buckle up, folks, because the Greg Berhalter era has begun yet again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backheel Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're diving into the U.S. men's national team after their roster for a pair of friendlies in September against Oman and Uzbekistan was released earlier this week. Greg Berhalter sat down for a press conference with the media. I was in attendance for that press conference. So on today's show, we're going to talk about some of the big hot-button topics surrounding the USMNT right now. We're going to look forward to their games next month, and we're going to talk about some of the names in this squad. Plenty of USMNT items to get to all in 10 minutes or less, because here on the Backyield Show, it's just what we do. So without any further ado, let's get to it and talk soccer. place that we have to start with the U.S. men's national team ahead of their game against Uzbekistan on September 9th and then against Oman on September 12th is with someone who's not in the team right now, and that is Giovanni Reyna, and he's currently still dealing with an injury that he picked up for the United States against Canada back in the Nations League final over the summer. We thought it was a calf injury. It turns out it's actually a leg fracture. He appears to be working his way back to full fitness for Dortmund. Injury concerns, though, are still a real problem. But regardless of whether Gio Reyna would have been available and fit for this camp or not, we've learned over the last week or so that Greg Berhalter still has not reached out to and talked with Gio Reyna after everything that went down over the World Cup. There's a lot there. We've talked about that on this show before. Drama with the Berhalter family and the Reyna family. Gio Reyna not trying in training and letting his attitude get in the way of his performances and his availability. There's a whole mess of a rabbit hole there that we're not going to get into, but the reality is Berhalter has still not connected with Gio Reyna, which feels weird to me, right? It's been a while. I understand there's a lot of interpersonal drama and conflict and, and trauma even at play with some of the things that are involved here, but it is bizarre to me that Berhalter and Reyna haven't had a conversation. Greg Berhalter told Vanity Fair that mediation experts were going to weigh in on this situation, which again feels strange when you have the opportunity to either pick up the phone or hop on a plane, fly down to Germany, and sit down and talk with Gio Reyna. I know this is a complicated situation, and Berhalter said that he is hoping to be able to bring Reyna in for friendlies that the U.S. has against Germany, which will be a fun match, and Ghana coming up in October. Reyna should be in that camp if he's fit, but Berhalter still has not reached out to really try to smooth things over and help everybody move forward as the United States has to march forward towards the 2026 World Cup. We'll certainly be monitoring more of this story to see how this will impact the team going forward, but certainly something to keep our eyes on while Gio is still away from the national team. Now, even without Gio Reyna in camp, there's tons of talent in this squad. We'll build a starting 11 for this window in just a minute, but Christian Pulisic, Tim Weah, Florin Balogun, Ricardo Pepe, Sergino Des, Chris Richards, I mean, the talented squad goes on and on for the U.S. here. We know Kind of the top 10, 12, 14, 15 guys in the team at this point. There are not a ton of surprises in that top group, even as certain players like Gio Reyna, like Tyler Adams, miss because of injury issues. That said, there were a couple of surprise inclusions in the squad. Two, really, that stood out to me. The first, Benjamin Kramaski, 18-year-old Argentine-U.S. dual national, has been in the youth system for both of those countries. Not good enough, really, for either team, full-on at the senior level at this point in his career, But for the United States, I'd be shocked if bringing Kramaski in doesn't have something to do, first of all, with how buzzy Inter Miami are right now, and and second, because 
Benjamin Kramaski can go play for Argentina. Now, he wouldn't be playing for their senior team. He would be playing in the youth system. But for the U.S., a talented player like Kramaski, even if he's not ready for the full team yet is probably worth bringing into camp. Now, there's no guarantee that Kramaski plays in this camp. This could be just the U.S. bringing him in to let him observe and train and then kind of get a few for the environment. But it's another move that shows how dialed in Greg Baralter and U.S. soccer are to the dual national landscape, even if Kramaski still got a ways to go. The other name that came in unexpectedly in this squad is Christopher Lund, a dual national Danish-American left back that Baralter said could, quote, help fill the void, unquote, as Jedi Robinson's backup in the left-back position. The U.S. has cycled through a bunch of names in that spot, never really landing on someone. Lund could end up being that player. He might not. We still don't have a great read on him, certainly not at the senior international level, but he's from Denmark, from a town of just over 6,000 people in Denmark. He's eligible to represent the United States through his mother, played for a local academy until joining FC Midtjylland's youth setup. They're really highly regarded in Denmark, and then moving from Midtjylland over to Sweden, wins a title in Sweden, eventually moves now to Palermo in Italy's second tier. Playing in Italy's second division isn't especially glamorous, and again, it doesn't give us a great read on his level. I went through, though, and watched a lot of footage on Lund yesterday after the roster announcement. I wrote an article about it for Backheel.com. Go check that out. But the quick bite-sized scattering report is that he's a lefty, Somewhat slight build, but good speed, decent strength, works really hard defensively, crosses the ball very, very well. Good texture, good bend, good speed on his deliveries from wide areas. Decent vision when he's in the middle third. Still has work to do, sometimes a little over-eager defensively, not the most creative on the ball, especially under pressure. There's room for him to grow. But again, this is one of the things that feels most familiar about this Berhalter era 2.0 is the commitment to finding and including dual nationals in the U.S. MNT's roster. Two in Kramaski and Lund that have never been capped before for the U.S. Maybe we'll see one, maybe we'll see both, maybe we'll see neither in this window. But Lund filed a one-time switch from Denmark, which means he is now a U.S. men's national team player. And Berhalter, based off of his comments in the press conference yesterday, certainly seems to rate him. All right, so we've talked Gio Reyna, we've talked some about the dual nationals. Before we get out of here... Let's build a squad. Let's have some fun, right? This is the best part. The the team, this is the best part. The team, in large part, kind of picks itself and will pick itself throughout the majority of this cycle, barring an unexpected player bursting onto the scenes on the dual national front or someone in the youth system already really, really finding themselves and emerging. But in goal, Matt Turner is the obvious pick starting for Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. He will be the locked-in starter, barring some real progress from Drake Callender or from someone like Gaga Solnina, who's not in this squad while he's establishing himself on loan with Yupin in Belgium. The back line, Serginho Dest is the obvious right-back pick, just as Jedi Robinson is on the left side. And then I would go with Tim Ream, who's playing for Fulham right now, at least in the first game, and Chris Richards in the middle of that back line. Richards was one of the stars for the U.S. in the Nations League. He's still sorting out his club situation, and maybe there'll be more news on that. Baralter certainly hinted as much on the press conference call, but I would love to see Tim Ream and Richards play together. Both solid distributors, Ream maybe a little bit more so, and Richards with that athleticism and well-rounded nature to his game. Love to see those players in the middle of the back line. And then in midfield, I would go with Yunus Musa as the number six while Tyler Adams is out dealing with an injury. I'd play him as that lone six to get more data on how Musa deals with being in that spot. We saw some of it over the summer in the Nations League. I think it worked well, not perfectly, but well. I'd play Musa as the six with Weston McKinney and probably Brendan Aronson as the dual number eights ahead of them. You could also go with Malik Tillman. You could go with Luca De La Torre. 
not really mad at any of those options, but I try to get Aronson on the field and get him a few more reps under Greg Berhalter. And then in the front line, Florin Balogun is the obvious no-nonsense name up top as the number nine, recently moved to AS Monaco in Ligue 1. He's the obvious starter here with Tim Weah on the right side and Christian Pulisic on the left side. It's a good squad, one that is certainly capable of handling business against two teams that are ranked in the 70s in the FIFA rankings in Uzbekistan and Oman. We might not learn a ton about the overall quality of this team, but in these friendlies coming up next week and beyond, we will get a better read on certain players, how they interact, how they play together, and we'll get to learn more from Greg Baralter about what he's been doing with Matt Crocker, sporting director for U.S. Soccer over the last several months, why he didn't coach the Gold Cup and instead spent time working behind the scenes with Crocker on various long-term projects. We'll learn more about that stuff as Berhalter 2.0, this new era for the U.S., gets underway. That's it for this episode of the Backheeled Show. If you enjoy, check out Backheel.com for more American soccer coverage and subscribe. For now, we'll talk to you again real soon. 